Hey guys, if you've been supporting our show for a while or are just tuning in, we hope our podcast has resonated with you or has inspired you to go out and do some good of your own. To help more people find us, please give us a rating and a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. As our listenership grows, the stories we share will have a much bigger impact. Thanks, now on to the show. It's a Friday night and the theater is packed. You kind of feel a rush of excitement. You've been looking forward to this all week, maybe all month. Oh, excuse me. You make your way to your seat, and a few minutes later, the rustling and soft chatter die down, the lights dim, and you gaze at the big screen. The next hour and a half, maybe two or three, you get lost in the lives of people you've never met, in stories that impact you, in ways you can't really measure. Come on, Chief. It's trash can. Well, trash cannot. Just go get them. For Kwebe Koti, she felt like she was in Disney World when she first stepped into a movie theater. It is a pleasant surprise to meet someone. She was around seven or eight years old when her friend's parents took her to her first movie. I was trying to see into the future. I fear that this is only the beginning. Kwebe thought the experience was so magical and grand. But as she grew older, she went from being mesmerized with the overwhelming sights and sounds of a film to getting behind the camera to create a piece of art that told a story. A story that matters, and oftentimes a story we're robbed of, because people behind it are deemed powerless, perhaps because of the color of their skin, their ethnicity, or their gender. This is the story of Kwebe Koti, filmmaker, founder of the Bushwick Film Festival, and an advocate for underrepresented voices in film. This is Camille. And this is Maverick. And this is Sincerely Human, a show about humans you should know. And their stories of doing good in the modern age. And when you have that power, use it for good. That's how we can change the dialogue. That's American actress Katherine Curtin. She's played unforgettable characters on shows embraced by millions of people all around the world. On the small screen, she goes by many names. Joanne from the HBO series Insecure, Sandy from Homeland on Showtime, and Claudia Henderson, Dustin's mom on the hit Netflix show Stranger Things. That day, Katherine was part of a panel that Quay Bay curated for the 11th Bushwick Film Festival. 
Catherine, or Kathy for short, spoke alongside other accomplished women in film and television. They talked about what it's like to be a woman on set, the changes they've seen in the industry, and how they're paying it forward so that other women and people of color can rise, be visible, and be celebrated for their work. I think just finding the most authentic people that really seem excited about the kind of work you want to create. Because I think that what you're looking for is not the biggest process. You're looking for the person who's going to be real with you. As seen and heard from the stage, the ones who are now leading the pack, the ones in this very panel were women, all women. And the audience, it was filled with emerging directors, actors, writers, and producers from all backgrounds. In this room that Quebec created, there were no invisible labels that instantly put you in a box. A box that said, I'm never going to make it. What motivates me to want to make a difference and be successful and be a symbol of success as a woman, as a woman of color, as an immigrant, is just inequality. That's Kwebe. At its core, the festival is an inspiring display of her pursuit to fight just that. Inequality. Because inequality, growing up, was a reality that Kwebe lived. I was born in West Africa, Liberia, and my family and I came here at the brink of the first civil war in Liberia. Kwebe's family received political asylum when she was three years old. They had to start their lives all over when they moved to the U.S., right in the projects in East Orange, New Jersey. We lived in a pretty rough neighborhood, but as kids, we didn't notice it. You know, we just sort of hung out with other kids and did our thing. As young as she was at the time, Kwebe didn't notice the lack of opportunities. She didn't see labels, the labels that could shut doors. Her family eventually moved to Newark, New Jersey, when she was around the third grade. I was always very competitive, uh, just, you know, always really wanted to try to prove myself. Maybe it was mainly because I grew up in a big family and I was the youngest, so I had to, like, fight for attention. She was an athlete, and the competitive mindset from being one pushed her to apply for a scholarship from the White Foundation, an institution that provides academic opportunities for inner-city kids. I got a scholarship to go to a really amazing, prestigious prep school called Blair Academy. But at that time, that was, I guess, my other experience with extreme inequality. Although it was definitely an amazing opportunity for me to be able to go off to this boarding school, which was like a beautiful campus and beautiful people and just everything was perfect. Lots of food and trips and sports and everything. But, you know, I obviously felt the stark difference between the people that lived at Blair and the people I was going to school with with the people that lived in Newark and how I grew up, basically. After boarding school, she eventually got into New York University, where she took up media, culture, and communications. And somewhere along the lines in college, I, like, attended a film festival, and I always had a passion for filmmaking and storytelling. And I just wanted to create something in my current neighborhood, which was a large immigrant population mixed with a lot of creators and like different classes and races. And I wanted to find a way to create a space to bring all types of people together, which is the power of storytelling, you know. That neighborhood Kwebe was talking about, that's Bushwick, a neighborhood she moved to while she was in college. Bushwick is an ever-evolving neighborhood in Brooklyn, New York. It has a large immigrant population and emerged in the past years as an arts and cultural destination 
with galleries, studios, and fascinating street art popping up in nearly every block. It was, for Quebec, the ideal venue for what she had envisioned. So she began work on the Bushwick Film Festival, a series of events where brilliant artists and film lovers can connect and showcase independent movies. So I pretty much just sent an email out to a group of my friends and was just like, hey guys, I want to start the Bushwick Film Festival. Can you help me out? And everyone she asked said yes. And the festival became an instant success. Hold on a second. That's skipping way too far ahead. To get the word out about the festival, Kwebe wanted to start in her neighborhood during a time when social media wasn't that ubiquitous. So she had to do it the old-fashioned way. So we just made a bunch of flyers, printed them, and like just started posting them all over Williamsburg and Bushwick that just said like, call for submission to the first annual Bushwick Film Festival. Here's the deadline. 11 years ago, interested filmmakers couldn't send their entries online. Cloud storage, high-speed internet, those weren't really a thing. And sending entries through snail mail was the only practical way to submit. At the time, Quebec didn't have an office yet, so... There was like an address that you send the film to, which was my home address. Uh, so it was just like, send your film to this address. And I think it was like mini DVs. Um, it wasn't even like DVDs or anything like that. Mini DVs are small video cassette tapes that many camcorders used at the time. We just like rode our bikes around and just did random stuff to try to get some attention. And then, you know, I remember the day that I walked into my apartment and like opened my mailbox and it was like a package that said Bushwick Film Festival and I was like, huh? And I opened it and it was like this little mini It was a little mini DV with a handwritten application to enter Quay Bay's festival. That first year, they had 30 submissions. It's been quite a struggle. The first five years I was working full time and nights and weekends and every waking breath basically. And that, that was the struggle. And then obviously we weren't making any money. So a lot of people left the festival because they were just like, okay, it was cool to volunteer for the first year <laughs> or two. Like I'm not gonna volunteer for five years. So volunteers dropped and Quebe had to literally knock on doors. And with so much passion, pitched the idea of providing a platform for new voices in film. I've seen Quay Bay go outside of her comfort zone. That's Ra Crawford. To reach a hand and to build relationships across barriers. He's a creative artist and a Bushwick native. He met Quay Bay while also working on projects in the community. Quebe's heart's in the right place. When you talk to her, whether it's, you know, or camera or off camera, she seriously has a drive to connect with the community and add value in people's lives. And that's something that I believe in as well. So that's one thing that we connect with, you know, in her passion for film and storytelling, she's really excited about that. So it's easy to get caught up in her energy um, as a director of that. She's really good at rallying a team. I mean, if you sit and have coffee with her, like at the end of that session, you have like a task of like additional things to your list that you're going to help and kind to collaborate with her with. So I think that's good. She reaches out and she looks to create bridges and connect people. And Kathy, the lovely actress we heard from earlier, said the same thing about Quebe. Kathy says Quebe's enthusiasm and energy to get people involved is deeply infectious. 
The two also met by chance. Kathy agreed to play a teeny tiny role in a movie that was going to be submitted to the festival. Kathy said yes to this aspiring director who approached her, a filmmaker she's never met prior, but whom Kathy thought deserved her time and attention. I biked over here, you know, to get to the festival, and it was one of my first times in Bushwick. And I biked from Manhattan through Bushwick to find Coibase Festival. And when I finally found it, I was like, where am I? This is so cool. I have to be here. I have to know these people. This is the way forward. Cueve is bringing voices forward. She's bringing films forward. She's bringing forward a movement of all of us understanding each other. And one way to understand each other, no matter how difficult or impossible it could be sometimes, is through storytelling. It's so important, I think, with the way that we all see the world through a different lens right now. That's Dina Tyler. She's an actress who's also appeared on hit television shows such as Bull on CBS, Hulu's The Path, Orange is the New Black, and many others. There's a lot of tumult and a lot of anger and a lot of confusion in the world. So I think storytelling now is maybe more important than ever before. It lets us know that there's still amazing good in the world. There are wonderful stories out there that are going to inspire and pick you up and fill you up and help you to keep moving on, move forward, and to add joy and hope back into our lives. We need it more than ever now, I think. Dina was also part of the powerful Women in Film and TV panel that had everyone in the room galvanized to pursue a path that may not be easy. We were crying and holding each other afterwards. <laughs> Definitely. We were both very emotional and a little shy. We didn't really go up and talk to anyone. We just kind of sat and cried. That's Jenna Sorali, an actress, producer, and director who had an entry in the festival this year. She was with Laura Bray, an Australian writer who was there for support. There's something about this film festival that feels very lived in, very deliberate with the stories of which are chosen, and then a workhorse from the ground up. I relate to that so much. Jenna had submitted her short film, Willow Creek Road, to so many festivals. But even with all the no's, she kept at it. It is so empowering to have someone say so clearly to you, don't go where the energy isn't. Go where the energy is. And where the doors are shut, like, go to the doors that are open. That's Laura. Go to the yeah. doors that are open and, and where you're wanted. That's what we all know to be the right thing to do. I feel like that's just kind of good common sense. But to have someone really emphatically tell you that, who is in that place of success, I'm going to hold on to that. And that energy, those open doors, are exactly what Kwebe is providing through her work. This is a huge festival, you know, it's the things worth doing are not going to happen in one year, overnight. This has obviously been a labor of love for her and you can see it in the kind of festival that she's curated and you can see it in the panels that she chooses to hold. It's just another beautiful, gentle reminder that keeps sticking it out. From 30 entries on its first year, the 2018 Bushwick Film Festival this time reached over 1,300 shorts, documentaries, and feature narrative films from all over the world. Stories that come from a depth of cultural and ethnic lenses, and from storytellers who, previously, had no audience to share them with.
when it comes to impacting communities, Kwebe is far from done. This year, she soft-launched the Bushwick Film Institute in partnership with B&H Photo and Canon. The Institute hosts a documentary filmmaking workshop for young storytellers who have no access to tools and equipment. If you want to learn more about Kwebe and the Bushwick Film Festival, head on over to bushwickfilmfestival.com. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want daily doses of positivity, sneak previews to future episodes, or if you want to participate in our weekly kindness challenge, please head on over to our Instagram, at Sincerely Human. We love you guys so much, and remember, be good to one another.